0: Your greatness has arrived welcome to episode 306 of the trophy room a playstation podcast made by the players for the players i'm your host joseph aka mr Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend kyle talk about the latest the greatest in all things playstation of course this week we're talking about a rumored third person sci-fi shooter social media's a terrible memory when it comes to suicide squad third party being Big to PlayStation in 2023, The Last of Us Show, and so much more. But with that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host who ever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. I flipped that, that intro a little bit, didn't I? Huh? I
1: You're up. fine. It was great.
0: You know, the uh, the thing that I do now is, like, I'll read it as I go. What a dumb decision that is. You know? Like I go, yeah, you write it I up. I type
1: up the intro, and then... You read it as soon as you want to say it for the show.
0: Exactly. And there could be spelling errors. Maybe there was, maybe there wasn't. I'm not blaming you, but sort of. I'm Ron Burgundy. (laughs) Exactly. Joseph will read anything that's in the intro page. (laughs) But Kyle, uh, listen, we got a lot of PlayStation stuff to talk about. Of course, we technically missed a week because we threw together the Trophy Room Awards 2022. We found out what the game of the year was. Slash is to over 2,500 uh-huh. plus of y'all out there. Is it safe to say which one it was now? Can we say like between uh, Elder yeah. and God of War? It's okay.
1: Yeah. The drama's yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. it's Ali Ali World.
0: Ali Ali World and Stray. Oh. They both came in. They yeah. It's so uh
1: Yeah, no, I think it's safe to say it's a four hour show. Um at the end of the day. After we repeated "I love you," "I love you," "I love you," "I love you" <laughs> to each other because we knew it was going to be a tough conversation, but tough. I love how we went about it. Our game of the year for 2022 is none other than God of War: Elden
0: Ring. Oh dang, that's a weird <laughs> way of saying Elden Ring, Kyle. Darn.
1: I guess we're well, even only one if way you find out. even if you stuck with your vote. Yeah, I think the audience pushed it over. Sure, so.
0: sure. There was some rigging of the vote. We can. <laughs> that's fine.
1: Wow, this is going exactly against, against what you did in the award show. I know. What I,
0: happened? I decided to be a heel again. <laughs>
1: Back on my bullshit. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> that said, Kyle, um, you know, we also, between now and then, we did a little Last of Us in review slash breakdown Of the first episode of the HBO show. So if you're a patron, guess what? It's on your feeds. And if you're a YouTube subscriber, which please hit like, share, subscribe. It really does help us out. Beats that YouTube algorithm up. Um, The video versions there. Enjoy. But for the podcast listeners, I felt. I, I hate putting extra episodes on the feed that don't belong there, as it were. So. What we're going to do instead of flooding your feed with bonus, you know how we feel after the fact, um, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna read off a listener question just to start off the show yeah. to right. get our feelers of the Last of Us show now what five days removed from the premiere, so Spam and Baman writes in. First off, congrats to the Last of Us HBO show for breaking viewership records. That's right. Two days in, over 10 million people have watched the premiere of The Last of Us HBO show. Uh, they ask, what were your initial reactions after watching the first episode? Also, do you think the series will serve as a solid reference tools for writers slash creators to utilize for video game adaptations going forward? Kyle, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah. Um, it's I'm so blown away by it. It's still amazing. I haven't gone back and watched the episode by itself yet. Uh, shoot, we're going to do that. Maybe
0: it's been a one and done for you.
1: It's been a one and done, but I have watched other people. The one of my favorite things to do is watch people react. uh, do a recap thing as they're watching on YouTube. So I've watched a couple of those. Um, Shout out to heroes. reforged. I love y'all. They're amazing. Um, so I've watched that a couple of times, so I'm probably going to rewatch it before Sunday night in episode two. It's still the, the bar now. Yeah. It is the gold standard. It is the, the things that I didn't even pick up on in the Easter eggs uh, for part two, uh, which I found out after the fact uh, with the movie. Um, I won't spoil anything, but like it's, it's just incredible. And as far as like spam and bam and second question, I think the thing that other adaptations need to do from this point forward is to include the team behind the games more. I think if Neil wasn't so directly involved and Naughty Dog themselves not so directly involved in the making of this TV show, we would have had another, I don't know, Assassin's Creed on our hands. Right. Or Prince of Persia or, so, or something of that Jake nature. Gyllenhaal? Um,
0: Jake Gyllenhaal's Prince of Persia? Yeah, man. Oh, man. Best movie. Of-
1: uh, so I, I think that is the thing other adaptations need to learn from. Yeah. It is to really bring in creators and people who know the source material mm-hmm. and not just have a one-off meeting with them, co-develop the whole thing. Yes. I think it's very important.
0: I think that's what hopefully PlayStation productions continues to do with the God of War series that they're doing. And hopefully they take into the Uncharted two sequel. Um, Yeah. That being said, I echo everything that you just said. I think this is, this is, this is special, man. Like this is, I love it. I, you know, as it's difficult being a last of us fan because, you know, it's hard to celebrate the last of us nowadays because everything has to be so divisive. Um, but they nailed it to see everybody cheering for this team uh, for the showrunners. I've been addicted to just consuming anything I can HBO show related. Like, yeah, going and listening to breakups, just like you can too over at the PS trophy room on, uh, on YouTube. But More than that, just seeing people that aren't gamers react to this. My whole family are addicted to it. My mother literally, she came up to me the night of, she's like, I don't know if I can watch this show at night because it's giving me nightmares. But also, here's this (laughs) theory that I've been crafting for the the past hour of what I think episode two is going to be and how I know my mother's invested. Oh, I love that. This is how I know she's invested because she has crippling anxiety. That's where I get it from, humble brag. She <laughs> she just goes, Tell me everything that happens. And I'm like, Relax, Miriam. We're not doing that. My father, who is as stoic as as all get out, he's he literally is just like, that was really good. That was great. And then, you know, I was watching with my best friend Amy, who, you know, she she knows some of the plot points. She's interested in it because of Pedro Pascal and Joel are daddy to her which that's a problem mm-hmm. in the mux itself but whatever internet you do your thing um she immediately after watching it she was just like can we watch it again <laughs> like she oh that's loved awesome. it so you know yeah shout out to the team because even listening to their post show or their collaboration show whatever the companion yeah. podcast that they have mm-hmm. there you go that's a word um you you can see that uh Craig Mason he he understood the assignment. He, he 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 did his homework. So yeah, yeah, shout out to them. And what this means for like reference tools, a lot of people were angry at some outlets going, this is finally the thing that breaks the video game curse, quote unquote. And I gotta say, everybody, let's walk back and just settle down a little bit because as much as I love Arcane and I hear great things about Castlevania and you know the cyberpunk anime mm-hmm. is great from what I've seen of it, these aren't direct adaptations. And I think for Direct Adaptations Go, this is the blueprint of how you do it. Because they mm-hmm. they do so many smart things and investigate and, 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 and use references to just single-line dialogue to serve as a replacement for the gameplay. So expertly done. And I do think, and I, I hate to give shade here, but I think Halo is the example of how you don't do it. I think both of these... Mm-hmm these concepts can be used for future reference to people who want to, you know, just use this adaptation for the direct source, not using the universe, no detective Pikachu or Sonic movie of we're going to use some of the characters and, you know, put it in the real world zaniness. I'm talking the direct story beat for beat. How do you do it? It's going to be the last of a show for sure.
1: That said, and it does a great job balancing Newcomers, yes, as well as making us feel like we are playing the game.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like there are moments from the opening of the game that are directly in the show, episode one, that is so faithful that I had such a grin on my face. I'm like, oh my god, they nailed that! Right, like they nailed this little line of dialogue or this little look that they're giving each other or an object. I'm like, it's just, it's just perfect. Check, it's fantastic.
0: sarah's room that's all i'll say oh my god the easter oh, eggs man. that lie in there in the show is fantastic
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: now yep. dicko writes in to put a little you know a little sauce on spam and bamman's question he goes simple question here how many times have you watched the first episode i've watched it three times i can't wait for the next episode might stop at three and look forward to your views on it this week uh keep me ready for next episode so again i watched it Three ish times, and I did watch yeah. the first thirty minutes again before we recorded.
1: <laughs> now I'm already bummed about episode two. Why? Because it's only fifty minutes long,
0: right? But Neil's directing it's
1: only... it. Only. Oh, I didn't know Neil was directing N- episode two.
0: Neil's directing it, and uh, Ooh, things are happening. Cool. So,
1: and and the... I I've also heard through the grapevine, Tommy, that I think episode three people who've seen a bunch of episodes episode three a lot of people are saying is one of the greatest written episodes of any tv ever oh wow okay i don't know if you've i don't know if you've heard that as well but i've heard that from a couple separate people okay so like okay all right. right
0: listen i'm in i do want to state this too i think this could be the dave filoni moment for neil you know, we, we talked a lot about it last week where, you know, Neil or the week prior where Neil is going to be writing his games more like shows and everybody's like, oh, they're they're missing out on the game, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, if you're a Star Wars fan, you know who Dave Filoni is uh, and Dave Filoni, we trust. He's created some of the best Star Wars episodes, and that's because he got to learn from the best. He got to learn the rules of the road. Thanks to George Lucas. And um, when creating the Mandalorian, um, he learned there of how to create live action and not just animation. So, you know, from John Favreau. So when I tell you guys like this is he's learning from literally some of the best screenwriters right now to date and how he's what he's going to take from those teaching moments and put them in games. I don't I don't know if we're ready for y'all. But I'm excited, yeah. nonetheless. And before we get into it, I'd like to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash Room. It's like we say each and every week, if we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever your situation may be, it definitely helps us out. If you go on over to patreon.com slash Room and throw a buck or two our way. It's the reason why we look so good, sound so great. It's because of your generosity over at Patreon dot com slash p s trophy room now y'all i want y'all to buckle in because i redid this entire list usually it just goes off of memory and a weird tangent but now this is a new list new year new me oh boy i got to mess up some names and i apologize <sighs> and if i missed you here please let me know if i miss a pronunciation please let me know discord twitter whatever it is please let me know all right, our newest members, Matt Bio at the Bronze Tier, Brian Holiday X at the Bronze Plus Tier, Tino Speed at the Six Tier, or sorry, Silver Tier, uh, M. Kyle H85 at the Silver Tier, Baldron at the Silver Plus Tier, and Mitchell Gramlin at the Silver Tier. I want to thank our Platinum members, Todd Burrowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our Gold members, Brad Presnell, Brent Gillian, uh, Brent, I'm oh, sorry, who? Brent Griffin, Jedi Master and Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, Jose Jimenez, The Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Ryuko Kill 90, Sif Lord 92, Spam and Bammin', Steven Flesh, and Strubles and Bits. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Awesome Dave, Cypher Primus, Baldrin, Bell Meldon, Daniel Welsh, ELO2032, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hide Indoors, Naka Chaka, Katie Mitchell, uh, sorry, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, K Grimm, Lamb Chop 93, Marcus O'Neill, Androzo, Astronaut Junior, not to be mistaken with Astronaut Senior, Rick Arrington, Duane Raksha, Aztec King, Robbie Bobby Miller himself, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Blob, the Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan X, Z, Hambone, J.D. Dillinger, M. Nine Prime, Stone Cold, E.T. Tino, Six Speed, yet again, M. Kyle, yet again, N. Johnson, and Sean McKenzie. Thank you all so much for sticking with me there. Because my brain, it's used to it's used to the it's pattern, right. but I, I feel yeah, like yeah, no,
1: you're in that flow. You're, yeah, it's like the muscle memory. It's just not there. That's You'll right. Get it. You'll get yeah.
0: it. Yeah. By next week, I'll only stumble twice. you Yeah. Know? Yeah. All
1: right, Kyle. It's if you want, fine, if, if you want Joe to keep stumbling, though, tell your friends. Su- support us on Patreon. Yeah. Let, uh, let's keep the stumble train going.
0: And put some wacky names in there. You know, things with eighteen syllables. Go for it. I don't care. As long as it's not the silver plus tier. You know, you could call yourself bleep, bloop bloop. It's cool. That's, just, that's an us. That's a nuts thing now. All right, Kyle. It's finally time to square up the news
1: first bit of news that needs to be squared up comes from zermina khan over at playstation lifestyle and zermina writes playstation announcing new third-party content very soon the recent playstation state of play 2023 rumors have intensified following a tease by a known insider with an impeccable track record according to the snitch yes the one who quote-unquote retired not long ago sony is quote about to announce third-party stuff very soon end quote Could Metal Gear Solid Remake be shown off at PlayStation State of Play 2023? Now that Silent Hill rumors have been put to rest, all eyes are on the rumored Metal Gear Solid Remake, which is reportedly exclusively in development for the PS5. Where there's smoke, there's likely to be fire, and we have enough reasons to think something might be happening on that front, like a recent tease from MGS producer. According to the latest report, an announcement could come as soon as February or March. As spotted by Insider Gaming, they wrote on their Discord server that their source is reliable, given that the snitch has never really been wrong and tends to tease announcements shortly before they happen. And in another article from Zermina adds... Quentin Flynn, who's been the voice of Raiden since Metal Gear Gear Solid Two: Sons of Liberty, asked fans to stay tuned for things to be announced. From the sound of things, it looks like Konami will pull a Silent Hill and that will announce multiple Metal Gear revival projects from various studios.
0: So, Kyle, the snitch has never been wrong, right? Correct. Every time they put out a little tease or a little hint, something pops up related to Now, it is weird. This is a two-part question, right? Hold on tight. One, why do you think this snitch unretired? And B, uh, do you think that this lends credence to us either getting a Metal Gear Solid show or a state of play? Take it away.
1: Oh, I don't know why he would, or he, she, they, I don't know why they would retire. Yeah. um, or, or on retire so quickly because it's only been like what a month if that yeah
0: it's been less than a month really yeah
1: yeah 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 it's it's been it's been quick um yeah i don't know of their motivations for for doing that um part of me though joe says that this is just the playstation trailer thing we just got like yesterday mm. we're like mm-hmm. here's all the third party stuff you can play in 2023 and they have um the uh whatchamacallit. At the bottom, they, they say only on PS5. Yeah. Right? Because they're they're now po- moving away from last gen, at least Thank from third party stuff. Um I have a feeling that's probably what this is referring to. Okay. And I'm saying that as somebody to not get my hopes up for a state of play anytime soon because I want one so bad. Just yeah. like everyone else. Uh, so I'm trying to keep everything in check. Uh, I could see Konami pulling a another silent hill thing just here's a metal gear uh showcase or or something like that but at that showcase though oh no silent hill 2 uh remake was announced for only playstation right yes yes because i was gonna say maybe that wouldn't work for like if blue point is doing the remake or whatever right yeah no that it doesn't make any sense
0: Now, now here's the thing though and let's get a little critical here do we want anything Metal Gear on other than a remake that isn't from Kojima? Because they tried it with, you know, God, a Metal Gear Survive. You gotta bring
1: out Survive. That's you right. Gotta gonna, bring, bring
0: that out. Like, do we think there's anybody but Kojima that can actually tackle this project?
1: Oh, as you ask somebody who. Doesn't have a whole lot of history with Metal Gear.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, or
1: that's Kojima, true. for that matter. Yeah. Uh, I've, Death Stranding is the only one that I've really played. Although I played a ton of two back in the day. Um, I think we're far enough apart where the people who will be in charge of the remakes or remasters or whatever have that love for the series. Okay. That I think I think they're going to do right by it. But when it comes to like a brand new entry... I doubt we're going to get another new story entry. I feel like that wouldn't work without Kojima.
0: Yeah, because I, I do feel like his crazy mind is so, you know, entrenched with every project that they make. Like, we're even seeing him step into some of the movie studios right now, right? Like, yeah. I thought the A24, which is handling his Death Stranding movie. So, like, yeah, Kyle, what up?
1: And, and, and you know do we trust anyone other than Kojima to understand the story of the games he's making? Yeah. I mean, that's. (laughs) And and keeping all the storylines together and coherent.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just such a huge monumentous thing to task to overcome that. I don't know if they're up for the task Um, or anyone really is up for the task as someone who is, new to their kojima uh you know brand who is you know new into his games just see how out there his line of thinking is when it comes to just creating games it's like it's they're not just simple iterations of games prior they're they're usually using something somewhat fundamentally different from the previous title so yeah you know for me i the person really has to deeply be entrenched with Kojima to really understand this, or maybe he has a producer credit on it. That would be really neat to see, but hopefully, you know, yeah. What up?
1: Oh yeah. Uh, So if, if it sounds weird for everyone listening at home, Discord's being funky. So I don't want to overstep Joe talking. So I'm raising my hand. That's why he's calling on me. You know what? I'll be like Kyle from the
0: trophy room. Uh, Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to bring up that I remembered, and again, it was in the story, but I just didn't remember or didn't didn't click in the in the moment. Sure, uh, I don't think Rising Revengeance was directed from Kojima either.
0: I do think he had a producer role in it, though.
1: Yeah, but he wasn't like behind the helms the entire okay. time. I don't think so.
0: Are you saying we're gonna get another Revengeance Part Two from Platinum?
1: Uh, maybe i'm okay. trying to figure out like if that's true okay okay
0: i see you're doing the work and i appreciate it i hopefully i hope that this means we get a state of play soon and i do think we get a state of play pretty soon you're less than a month away at this point of launching your major playstation vr headset i i let's let's see that lineup in a more broad sense you know introducing the vast majority of players to PlayStation VR2 and the lineup so i i do think you need a state of play there Kyle uh, Kyle from the trophy room you have your hand up yes hi
1: yes hi yes uh, uh mr Babbitt, just a point of a uh, information <laughs> for you to add to this conversation yes Um, the director of Metal Gear Rising Revengeance is Kenji Saito
0: Kenji Saito um, okay
1: so right.
0: not Kojima. Okay. So maybe it could be done.
1: I think like that game.
0: Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I I think it's it's like it's acceptable. Like the fans, to an extent, allow it. They're like, all right. It's a different
1: pass. type of game, though, too, right? Yes. It's not stealthy.
0: Yeah, no. no right. Very much like hack and slash. I think of like Devil May Cry or mm-hmm. you know, like the near games almost. Yeah. All right, Kyle. That's all we got for the Metal Gear Solid stuff. That's all I can milk out of this. But again, I do think we get a PlayStation State of Play soon. I do please? think it happens. Please. Let's put the good please? Out there.
1: <laughs> please talk to us again. Please. All I'm right, walking Kyle. up with my plate with breadcrumbs on it.
0: Please. I want please. some more. It's time to talk about the thing that everybody's talking about. The Patsies. Some type of. Let's do it. Suicide Squad.
1: Uh, what are we? Some type of Suicide Squad? Hello. Andy Robinson over at VGC writes: "Leaked Suicide Squad image appears to confirm Battle Pass and more. The image, which originated on the 4chan forum, has been verified by a VGC source. Is understood to origin or to originate from a recent test build and shows various menus planned for the Rocksteady co-op game. Before I forget- continue, Joe. Yes. Uh, who who's the guy? At 4chan is supposed to keep everything safe. Is it Mark? Shout out to Mark."
0: Yeah, shout out to Mark. Shout out to Mark. Keeping shout everything out to Mark. So- hey, safe. shout
1: out to Mark. Yeah. You know, the the safety coordinator over there at 4chan. That's right. uh, the battle pass and multiple currencies shown in the image have inspired debate on social media about how extensive the live service elements will be for the title. However, a development source told VGC that while battle pass is planned for the game, it will be focused on cosmetic items such as skins. In addition, the various currencies shown at the top of the leaked image are understood to be XP used to power up and customize the skill trees of each anti-hero, effectively making them unique to the player. Quote, you don't start off debuffed and weak, VGC was told. You just start off great and can get ridiculous like Arkham Knight's Batman. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, the next game from the creator of the Batman Arkham series, is billed as a quote-unquote genre-bending action-adventure shooter set in an open-world metropolis.
0: Ooh-wee, now we got two questions that tie into each other. It's, it's an inception go. question. First comes from the Muffinmon. They write in, just like you can too, if you head on over to PS Trophy Room on Twitter or the Trophy Room Discord, link down in the description. They write, Do you think the quote-unquote leak regarding Suicide Squad will negatively impact the game ahead as ahead of launch? I can only speak for myself and say that I had little interest before seeing it, and now that I know it's a Game as Service title just confirms it isn't for me. I know you're both excited for it. Has the excitement changed or has this quote-unquote leak a bunch of noise and complaining just for the sake of it, especially because we've seen very little about the game? And this ties into Toxic's question. Toxic. Toxic. Hey guys, curious about your thoughts on the Suicide Squad leaks, especially you, Kyle. After having played Gotham Knights, which I never personally played, when I saw them, I was disappointed, but also not surprised. The leaks may mean it's uh, a on-sale buy for me for now, unless it's reviewed really, really well. Kevin Conroy, I think, is enough uh, to draw a few despite the, leak, the leaks. Hope it's not as messy as Gotham Knights, though. Kyle, you are a huge Rocksteady Stan, a huge Batman fan. I am. Reading this news, uh, what are you thinking here? Everybody's upset, so I think you are, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, you think I am, too? Is that what you yep. said?
0: I think you're boiling with anger. Oh. That's just the uh, type of guy you are. <laughs> Axe,
1: kick, <and> <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, desk. Bam. Bam. How dare you? Um, I Am I wrong here? we knew this right i i I know i i know i questioned it probably a few weeks ago because i wasn't sure if they walked it back but i knew when it first was announced or talked about it was a game that says service kind of thing and looking at it it does look like that like just the basis of it so i was expecting this um I am not nearly as nervous as I think I should be after playing Gotham Knights. Okay. Maybe that should be just because I am a rock steady Stan, as you say. Yeah. Um, I I just have so much faith in that team and I had faith in the Gotham Knights team as well. Yeah. But there's just something. There's something different about this one. Sure. And the fact that the currencies aren't. For, like, upgrading materials or whatnot, and they're all over the place, and there's a ton of them. These are just for each specific anti hero, yeah, and their skills. I, I think, I think, where Gotham Knights and, and Suicide Squad are different mm-hmm. is I think Rocksteady's going to lean into the skills of the characters, sure. Gotham Knights was leaning into the weapons and upgrading your costumes for different elemental effects and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like Rocksteady is just like unlock the skills to do cool things in the game. And cosmetic will just be the skins that we know Rocksteady has been doing yeah. forever. Every Arkham game has a ton of skins for every Batman. Yeah. So I, I just, that, that's what makes me not nervous about this. Mm-hmm. Um, even though games of service isn't exactly my jam. Um, I'm just, I have faith in that team.
0: Sure. That's, uh, you know, for me, I have faith because it's rock steady. Uh there they haven't made a bad game. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's like Avengers. It's like, really, I think uh No No offense to, to the Tomb Raider devs, but like Insomniac just doesn't miss. And for me, I take a look at like Crystal Dynamics. I'm like, that's not a one-to-one. Those are two totally different studios, two totally different pedigrees. Yes, Kyle from the Trophy Room.
1: Did you mean Rocksteady? You said Insomniac.
0: Oh, sorry. Did I say Insomniac? Yeah, no, I meant Rocksteady. You did. But also still different studio. You
1: know what I mean?
0: Like, Yeah, sure, sure. So for me, I have a lot of faith in what Rocksteady can bring to the table. Um, That being said, too, I feel like we've known this. Maybe it was like a Jason Schreier leak, but I was like, okay, cool. Not what I was expecting, but hope they nail it. I don't know why every single project, if a dev developer deviates from what they've normally done has to be met with such skepticism and like, sure. It's a games a service title. It has a battle pass. Why is that innately a bad thing? As long as it mm-hmm. treats the customer with some type of respect, it can exist. Like, take a look at Fortnite. I think it's a great example of a battle pass of, like, it's all it's cosmetics. Yeah, it's a gold standard. It's all cosmetic. Uh, Call of Duty, for the most part, all cosmetic. You know, when you take a look at even, like, some mobile games, like Marvel Snap, it's, like, 10 bucks a month. And I'm in on it. You know, I get all these different yeah. card packs. I love it. So, like, why, why is it just because they're doing something different, it has to be met with? Mm, I don't know. I hate this. Like, uh, I, I, we we really have to draw it back. I do think it, it does tie into because we've seen so little from it that mm-hmm. maybe that has a skeptical. Maybe it's the nature of games as service where we don't know if the story has a definitive end or if it purposely leaves a hook there, just like games like Destiny do. But I want to just beg the question here. What game have you ever played that has a definitive, like, end? What franchise? Because all franchises are, have turned into this. You know, it's it's kind of yeah. why I respect things like The Last of Us, um, because, you know, part two was a huge deviation from sequels before it. So to me, it's like I, I take a look at Assassin's Creed. I take a look at a Call of Duty and all of these things. You know, these yearly bi yearly titles, these franchises that constantly get milk. Why can't a developer just go out there and do something different? And as long as that's what they want to do, that's what what they, they want to do. I don't know. I I I really don't get the outrage. And I think it is, you know, I, I think either toxic or, or, or Kevin was saying it's like I think people just wanna be angry. And uh please, you know, maybe this is just a narrow minded approach by yours truly. Maybe let's get a little less angry. Yeah, you know? That's it.
1: maybe maybe my view would change if we, we saw see it. more of the menu yeah. and more of the gameplay and how the game goes. But as far as that screenshot goes, I just see the team that we get to play and choose as yeah, and menu tabs. That's literally all I see.
0: And can I say something, Kyle? Yeah, hi, uh, Joseph from the trophy room. I would yes, like to say yeah
1: Mr. Babbitt. <laughs> yep, hi, yep. yeah.
0: I would like to say when people complain about the quote unquote Fortnite UI, Uh, I see that on social media. Ah. Now you are the least interesting person I've ever met. I just (laughs) want you to know that when people complain about menu UI, it it, it really has to be like, I could understand with certain games, but when you just saw a screenshot, it's like, let's just step back and reevaluate things. Cause like the call of duty UI is a mess, but it has so much it's doing and juggling. Like, I, I don't know why there were people complaining about the menu UI. I think that was ludicrous. That being said, yeah, that's wild. The Green Gorilla Gamer, right there. In. Is there a what? TIE fighter moving in the background? Uh, Perhaps the wind's moving it. Oh, you per- have the window open? No, like the fans on.
1: Oh, I that's thought nuts. it was a ghost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, part. I mean, that's our. Well, that's funny you say it. We do have a third guess, it's a specter. Uh, it's a it's a ghoul and a goblin. Oh yeah.
1: a know. full-on Spectre? I know it's Whoa. just
0: for this episode, folks.
1: <sighs> Mr. Shepard, what's your favorite place on the <laughs> <down>? citadel?
0: <clears throat> Wherever Tali is, baby. All right. <clears throat> Green Girl, a gamer writes in. My question for you is if this is a straightforward story-driven game, just like the Arkham franchise, what would you like to see in its story? How do you want the Justice League to well? die and do you think this game will get delayed I don't think it will just because it's one of the games shown in the Playstation trailer for 2023 games Uh, Green Gorilla let me tell you something Being being a game in a trailer does not stop this baby from getting delayed but what do you think Kyle do you think this is a straightforward story kind of like what I was alluding to earlier where it's just like you get a beginning a middle an end and maybe there's some DLC afterwards to keep you engaged but there's a definitive ending here. Mm-hmm. Got to kill the whole yeah, goddamn I, I Justice do League. Think one more
1: thing. Yeah, I, I false advertising, right? Exactly. Um, I I don't think it gets delayed. Okay. I don't. I think the last delay from out of last year was long enough for them to get everything worked out mm. and fix the fix everything before. It's coming out May, right? It's, it's going to be my birthday May. Like that. That's right. Yeah. Um, as far as the story goes, yeah, I think it's straightforward. I imagine they have to kill the whole Justice League. With the caveat, I think there's some shenanigans that brings them all back at the end.
0: Oh, God. Like the I, Avengers, I like think we have a clone I, machine?
1: I, either that or they rewind time and to stop... Brainiac from doing everything in the first place. Sure. Because I, I think, imagine it's Brainiac. I don't know if they said that, but it looks yeah. like they're all under Brainiac's control. Yeah. Or something like that. So. Uh
0: so I think this is, we're gonna get a pretty straightforward story. There's a lot of members to the Justice League, not just the main core. So I do think like DLC Packer killing like the Green Lantern or someone, right? Uh Cyborg, who cares about yeah, Cyborg? Martian Cyborg. Manhunter Yeah, Martian Manhunter. Like, so I do think we're gonna see we're gonna see more heroes in this just Other than like your Superman, Batman's flash and all that jazz. But, uh, and I know, okay. Green Lantern is the original six, but subtle. Uh, (laughs) Just relax. (laughs) There's going to be people like, Oh, he's part of the justice society. How dare you? But like more than that, I I do think we're going to get a straight story. And for people just to get scared off for the Avengers, as an example, I get it. But do you not think they saw the Avengers come out and go, Oh, wow. There's some lessons to be learned here because I absolutely think that's the case. Absolutely. Mm. You not think they're looking at Gotham Knights right now going, okay, oh boy, that happened. How do we take some steps in in our direction? So I do think if if there are some lessons that they need to learn from Gotham Knights to put into this game, they'll definitely go back and delay this game by a few months to fix those things. But I'm pretty sure it's not going to get delayed out of this year. But I, I want to just say to everybody, just relax and give these devs a break. Just breathe. Absolutely. And WB, yeah. you're on notice, okay? You, you done tried to censor my tweet, and I was defending you.
1: Mm. It's like when you're trying to Which break up a fight and so... you get punched, and you're like, what the hell, dude? What the it's hell? It's so annoying, too. Just by doing that yeah. tells everyone that the thing that we all saw is what it is. Yeah. Like you're just admitting, "quote unquote" guilt yes. or acknowledgement of this leak thing is, is real and true. And it it's just it's it's ridiculous. But a follow up question for you, Joe.
0: Okay. Yes, Kyle from the trophy room. Yes.
1: Yes. Hi. Uh, yeah. Great that you raised your hand after I called on you. That's fantastic. Um, no problem, sir. <laughs> there, DC is also making a separate Wonder Woman game with monoliths, right? Yeah. Are we going to run into this situation where we're going to have two different Wonder Womans yes. very close to each other? Uh, That's no. upsetting. <laughs> Are you upset? <laughs> a uh, little bit.
0: I don't think Wonder Woman's coming out in 2023 nor 2024, though.
1: No, no, no. But sure. But what I mean is, we get introduced to a brand new Wonder Woman in a game, which sure. I feel like the only Wonder Woman I can think of in a game is from Injustice. Yeah. Unless I'm. Mistaken of something, so we're getting a story-driven Wonder Woman part in this Suicide Squad game, and we're killing her. And then a year and a half, two years later, we're gonna get a standalone Wonder Woman game that's a different Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. It's a little bit annoying
0: in its own universe. Just a little bit. It's kind of like the Batman and the the DCU right now, which like, yeah, mm-hmm. James Gunn, I'm on your side, but don't accidentally hit me, bro. Keep the Batman too alive because the Batman was amazing okay yes please
1: oh, please let me let me add to, on to what I just said because yeah. I, I feel like I can I can sense people yelling at me in their car or writing in the comments uh-huh. I understand that we've gotten different Spider-Men yeah in different games sure but it's not a
0: it's not so close
1: it's not a, a full on. You only play a Spider-Man game.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Right. He's popped up in different things, and even in like Midnight Suns, for example, it's still Yuri. So yeah. like it.
0: And when it's not Yuri, it's sort of weird. Like take a look at like yeah. uh, Spider-Man and Avengers. Avengers, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, that was upsetting. So. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, relax. It's gonna be fine. You're yeah. gonna be okay. Yep. Now, this is where I get a little upset. The next story here. Take it. Okay.
1: Away. Joshua Wolens from PC Gamer writes, Ubisoft CEO tells staff the ball is in their court to turn the company around. Oh boy. <laughs> Ubisoft's <laughs> been having a r- That's that's in the title. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Uh Ubisoft's been having a rough time of it lately. Skull and Bones got delayed again. The company canceled three unannounced projects, and its share price has taken a hell of a bruising. But CEO and co-founder E. Guimont knows just whose responsibility it is to turn things around. His staffs. In an email seen by Kotaku, Gimont told Ubisoft staff that, quote, The ball is in your court to deliver this lineup on time and at the expected level of quality, end quote, after the company's myriad delays had weighed on our costs and decreased our associated revenues. Gimont told staff that he needed their full energy and commitment in order to make sure that Ubisoft gets back on the path to success. Guima, who was set to make 624000 funny money last year after taking a 30% pay cut, he earned uh, $1.03 million in 2021, also implored staff to, quote-unquote, be especially careful and strategic with their spending and initiatives in order to assure that the company was being, quote, as efficient and lean as possible, unquote. To be clear, Ubisoft is floundering at the moment and it'll absolutely require hard work from everyone at the company to steady the ship in the months and years ahead. But for the company's millionaire CEO to lay all that responsibility at the feet of his staff and seemingly take none for himself in the process is profoundly tone deaf for the statement to come from Ubisoft with its recent and ugly history of workplace mismanagement and abuse only makes the statement more wince-inducing. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow.
0: That is, oh my God. That is the worst quote I can. I don't know who okayed that quote. Like, (laughs) yeez. My brother in court, Christ, (laughs) the ball is in your court to deliver this lineup on time and expected level of quality.
1: That's like let me let me take a a, a recent tragedy of mine and try to put a funny joke spin on it. Please, I got I got let go from my job. Oh right, I know you're going to Yes, that's like everyone saying me or my former boss and coworkers what I'm like, oh man, I wonder how I can pay my bills now, and they're saying, oh, the ball's in your court. <laughs> yeah, get a job. Yeah. I had a job. You what are you talking about? Yeah. What do you mean? It's it's out of our control. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah. I mean, if you don't mind me sharing, you're you, like when you told your boss, you're like, dude, like I got I, my car broke down and now this. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, what?
1: my he- car is essentially totaled. Uh, two days later, I get the <laughs> the they pull me in and say, hey, uh, we don't have the budget or yeah. a position for you anymore, so we have to let you go. And then th- that was it. And yeah. I didn't see that coming. I was like. But then your boss is worried. like, well, don't make me feel bad. It's like, what? what do you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I said I had a tough week and he responded with, oh, well, don't make. Don't tell me that. Now now I feel bad. What? the Excuse me? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, the ball is in my court to make you feel good about yourself right yeah. now. Oh, okay. I get it. Hey, yeah. G. Williger. Thanks for letting me have this job for the last year and, you know, allowing me to live my life and pay my bills. Oh, fantastic.
0: Fantastic. Cool. Hey,
1: Eve, shut the hell up, dude. (laughs) This is awful. Awful. I hate this. It makes my skin crawl. I hate it with every fiber of my being. How far displaced and out of touch do you have to be? How much money are you sitting on top of as you're telling your servant to draft up this letter in your quill and ink and send it to everyone in the company? What in the world is this about?
0: It sounds like our friend Ains when he's talking to his interns. You know, that's what this sounds like. Um, (laughs) Take that. Season Gaming Ains, he treats his interns real bad. Um, But, you know. To me, it, it just screams as someone who doesn't want to take responsibility for what is essentially his company. Uh, it is his company. It's not even essentially. It's his. And it's just like, hey, listen, I know I oversee all of this, but it's your fault and you gotta, it's got to fix it. Uh, and, and and now I'm strapping the belt in. So we're going to be. It's it's. It's just it's so out of touch now. I will say he did something somewhat appropriate, taking a 30% pay cut. That's great. But I would have wanted that oh, and be cool. like at least 50%, right? That's yeah. a start. Yeah, yeah. But actions with words, man. Um, be like, listen, yeah. this has been a, a, a COVID's beaten the crap out of us. You know, our pipeline is in disarray. We're going to fix this. And it starts with you actually firing people that are mismanaging, that are behind some of yeah. the alleged abuse, instead of just keeping yeah, them around.
1: Absolutely,
0: uh, because yeah. the workplace is—it seems like—is sick and tired of that. Um, you know, uh, of this, of this. You know, from what <laughs> numerous reports call like the, you know, the 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 boys' club type of attitude. Maybe it's time you look internally here. Is what I'm really trying to say. And maybe that's a narrow-minded way yeah. of looking at it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but you gotta you gotta look inward, man. If something's not going right in your company, you gotta fix it. Uh if something's not happening right in your department, you gotta fix it. It's on you, it's not Absolutely. on Jared and accounting yeah. if you're running accounting. So, you know, to me, that that quote's ignorant, but there is some action behind it of like taking a, a paid decrease. That said, a lot of people are like well, this is the end of Ubisoft. They're gonna sell themselves. Rumor has it, they're gonna sell IP. And I'm like, let's not get let's not get crazy now. They're still making a lot of money. It's just recent games haven't hit the way that they they've wanted to. Uh, like Mario plus Rabbids, which is a shame. Yes, Kyle from the trophy room.
1: I I think everyone's getting that Ubisoft fatigue. Yeah. I think it's hitting everyone. I think every single one of their games feels the same, which I think same is, kind of loop, and and like it's it's a bit boring, and and, and that's a, why I think like I'm not excited.
0: No, yeah, I, I think that's why like uh, Assassin's Creed mas- uh, Mirage, I was gonna say massage. Mm-hmm. uh is so exciting f- to a lot of folks because it's a different Assassin's Creed. It's a return to. to To, you know, the old time, which we loved so much and, you know, uh, Massive's game, uh, Pandora, uh, Avatar, whatever, you know, that being lauded as one of the most ambitious titles that Disney is super excited to see more of. You know, there are I, I think there is some underlying message of promise to come. But also, it is troubling to see that they've canceled three unannounced projects. You know, what's happening to, you know, what is it? Prince of Persia remake. Like, I mean, beyond two, uh, what is it? Um,
1: Good and Evil 2.
0: Beyond Good and yeah, Evil I was, 2, yeah. I was
1: going to say, like, you canceled three unannounced projects, but we've seen you delay Skull and Bones for the last, what, five years? Yeah. And now, now they're hiring like, like a- like that. And-
0: a squad to get it done on time or something like that. Like a hit squad. Yeah, they call and it.
1: then yeah. like, yeah. Beyond good and evil two. I was going to bring up too. how long has that been in development? And you're saying it's on the rest of the company's shoulders for picking up the slack and falls in your court. Yeah. Who was the one in charge of letting these games get so out of hand yep. and the budget gets so out of hand.
0: Yeah. And I would, I would say it's, it's time to look at management of whom you keep are, are are keeping on your payroll though people are telling you not to. I think it's it's people that are okaying some of these decisions ought not to and they need to be reevaluated. Not not the not not the QA tester at at, at you know uh, No, no. Yeah, it's it's just it's a bit ridiculous. Again, they're not let's let's get into this next question. This this this'll take it.
1: Yeah, yeah. My I mean, tainted whoever, whoever okayed to each Ubisoft or to each Just Dance dancer in a costume on stage at E3. Right there, that's like $1.5 million every single year. That's not
0: okay. Absolutely. Maybe walk (laughs) back the the left shark budget, you know? Uh, Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: My Tainted Brain writes, so Ubisoft is selling off IP. We don't know that yet, Tainted Brain. We don't know. Who knows? It could happen. Which IP would you like to see sold to a company that would be, uh, that would bring it back to life. Any preference of who you like to see buy Ubisoft, if it does indeed, indeed end up being sold. And wasn't EA on the buyers list early last year? We may still be in the era of big buyouts. Depends on how this economic situation that the world finds itself is in. But if, you know, uh, industry leakers such as Jeff Grubb has said, they've been looking for buyers... And they can't find any. You know, think about it like this. First off, Ubisoft's not going anywhere anytime soon. They need to be leaner, and unfortunately, that means people are going to have to be laid off. Because Ubisoft is like a company of like around five thousand people, um, and a company that size, making the profit that they are, it, it's it's wild. Um, so to me, just seeing like, again, they, they make less revenue than say an Activision Blizzard, but they hire just as many people is, is a wild concept and they're from all over the world. So to me, it, it does seem unfortunately that there's going to be the axe to some folks in some positions, which is sad to see, but I think that's an mm-hmm. inevitability. I think Ubisoft needs to be a leaner company, which means they got to let go on some projects. It's just don't make sense which is what you're seeing right now um that said though kyle do you think that there's going to be an ubisoft buyout you know overhead and if there's an ip that you'd like to see someone snatch up because this is a playstation show let's just say would you like to see playstation snatch up
1: yeah um i for one on the sole purpose of me not wanting to hear about it for a year straight I don't want anyone to buy Ubisoft. (laughs) Yes,
0: please, for the love of God! I do
1: not. I am so tired about hearing about Activision Blizzard. Yeah, and that buyout situation. So I just don't want it to happen to any other, any other. Whether Square Enix, Ubisoft, it could be fun and exciting times. Whatever, I just don't want to hear the back and forth between these rich billionaires. (laughs) I just can't. No more. Um, As far as IP goes for PlayStation. I mean, the easy answer I would say is Assassin's Creed, right? Oh,
0: really? But
1: I'm going Far Cry. Oh, I want Far Cry. Why Far Cry? PlayStation, quote unquote, exclusive, because I realize they have some in the works that fits a need. A first person Mm. shooter only on PlayStation. Far Cry. Those games are incredible. Um, I love the worlds, but I think being under PlayStation's umbrella, they might be able to retool just how, what that gameplay loop is and not have like the same, mm. here's a watchtower. Let me go up. Let me right unfog this area of the map. Oh, let me go skin this animal to upgrade this thing. And like, you know, the, the villain that pops in every once in a while and it's smarmy and, and has great dialogue and then disappears for a couple hours. Sure. Comes, like I, there needs to be some retooling of that formula. And I, I think do want to just call you Resident out here for a second it.
0: You did just okay. also describe horizon <laughs> a little
1: bit, a little bit. <laughs> oh you, No, you're fair. You're right. Yeah. No, you're fair. That's fair. I
0: feel like that PlayStation when it comes for, to, their... there's
1: been more far cry entries though. Fair enough. So maybe that's why it feels, a I'll little. Let you have dated. That. but you're right. Yeah, you're right. No, I'll take that. Let me go. Excuse me, Mr. Badman, I'm going to go on the blackboard and write, I will not tell lies. <laughs> A million times on the leg.
0: okay? Permission granted. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Uh, the IP that I would like to see, Kyle, is, you know, I heard a few folks going, ooh, you know, Rainbow Six would be, because PlayStation doesn't have a lot of, like, oh. don't have any shooters. I think that's that's a brave pick. Though I do think PlayStation is making those shooters, so I don't think they they would be interested in uh, Rainbow Six Siege. What I would like to see from them, and I think they are, when I'm thinking of what is a game that could align or IP that aligns with PlayStation the most, I don't say Assassin's Creed because I feel like that's an obvious, that would stay. I think that's an obvious, that would that would stay with Ubisoft it makes too much money for them not to. I don't think Far Cry for the same reason, even Rainbow Six for the same region, reason. I think of IP that they're not using. Um, Splinter Cell. I think mm. if there's anyone that could tell a good narrative, it's Sony. And if there's anybody that can do it, I think Sony would be the one that I would like to see the most. Though, I would say if Xbox was not able to get Splinter Cell, one of the games that put Xbox on the map, I'll just say this, y'all. As a PlayStation fan, that would be embarrassing for you. So I, I really do hope xbox comes in and goes hey listen we'll take sam fisher from you you're not doing anything with him let's please <laughs> but i i think I, on so. that
1: note yeah please. i would also uh add in rayman i knew you would yeah who, who,
0: yeah who i, I, take I completely
1: forgot about oh oh you... okay
0: what about media molecule
1: some astrobot rayman oh that'd be that'd be good too
0: mm-hmm. i'm telling you i'm
1: smart or Pixel Opus. Oh yes, they're pretty good too. I like that. Yeah. yeah, bring bring some more mascot platformers back on PlayStation, please. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So there you go. Ubisoft is a mess, but it's not doomsday. It's not doomsday.
1: No, you just plug I mean, up some of those that, holes, that, and
0: the ship's gonna run fine.
1: That speak that Eves was talking about. That is doomsday. Yes yes <laughs> but the company itself I think will be okay
0: now the last bit of big news here Kyle is a little segment that I'd like to call
1: rumor has it take it away uh, Alessio Palumbo from WCCF Tech writes, New PlayStation sci-fi shooter RPG leaked through brief video. A new leaked video showed a few seconds of gameplay that reportedly belonged to a sci-fi shooter role-playing game, a PlayStation exclusive developed by a European studio with collaboration from Sony x The video has now been taken down, likely due to copyright requests from Sony. According to renowned insider Dust Golem, this is very early footage from the so-called Project Ooze. Quote, well, obviously I can't say if this will come out or not, I'll mention I personally have seen a lot more of this game and more recent stuff of this game than this clip. Not this clip, but the game itself beyond this clip is at least a, at a point currently the game is fully voice acted, music composed specifically for it, been far more fine-tuned than this clip. I just am looking forward to it eventually getting announced on my side and the devs properly showing it off. Ooze is the nickname I attribute to the project rather than what it'll be called. The nickname will make more and more sense when people see more of this whenever they do. It's a very ooey-gooey game, more than this clip even suggests. The developer behind this new PlayStation sci-fi shooter RPG could be Polish Studio People Can Fly. Reset Era users spotted the codename Red in the video, and People Can Fly is indeed known to be working on several projects, including one with such a name.
0: All right, uh, first off, it looks like Dusk golem has been listening to this podcast if he's saying
1: gooey gooey <laughs> but
0: <laughs> um. I want to know what you're thinking about this I think of
1: Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers Same.
0: I think, of like, I think it was like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like commercial, or I think it's like uh, ah, Power yeah. Rangers, or it's like, you lose in the Ooze. Like That's what I think of when, Ooh, every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every time I think of Ooze brings me back to the 90s.
1: Or Vanilla Ice on stage with the turtles <laughs> dancing at a nightclub. Oh, God. Go, 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 ninja, go, ninjas, go. Sorry.
0: Oh, my God. Was that, was that Vanilla Ice right there? With us in the I know, right? that's
1: right. Hey.
0: Yeah, uh, Kyle, what what do you think of this news? Did you see the little clip? Everybody's like, look at the graphics. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like this is a game uh, no, in I did development. Not see the clip. No,
1: um, yeah, no, I, I didn't see the clip, but so, it's it's exciting.
0: Yeah, it, it's exciting f- more than the clip. It's literally the clip. is like a three second thing of like a you know a non rendered. Person walking through a non-rendered environment, and there's a non-rendered oh, cool. thing in the background moving. Game development, exactly. Game development, and a lot of yeah. people are like this looks like a PS2 game. It's like, relax. <laughs> Maybe I'm just narrow-minded here, but I think that's just the developer uh making a game. Do,
1: do these, do these people when they go to a restaurant, Joe? Uh, do they just walk in the kitchen uh-huh. and see the raw ingredients and be like? The this fu- isn't my filet mignon. <laughs> this food's not even made yet. This like- isn't my cheeseburger. <laughs> exactly. What, what, what? That's a whole potato. That's not French fries. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? What?
0: What are these utensils for? You know. Ah, oh, boy, what? oh boy. Though I-, I will say, what's more exciting is PlayStation's making a sci-fi RPG, uh, akin to I would say, like, yeah. Think of not saying this game's gonna be one to one because people can fly and they're not BioWare. But think of like a Mass Effect like sci-fi game, not like a Horizon sci-fi mm-hmm. RPG. This is going to be a third-person shooter. So, that being said, Kyle, does that that idea excite you? And does the developer excite you that 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 they're partnering with here for X Dev?
1: Sure. I mean, this idea, of this game, excites me a whole lot. Hmm. Uh, I I want more sci-fi um because i love that so any more, any sci-fi is good by me um i don't have a whole lot of history with people can fly uh-huh. i tried bullet storm back in the day not and good. i enjoyed my my brief time with it you said not good not
0: good Mm-mm, no
1: no oh, i i enjoyed a little bit of it but the kicking enemies and chaining attacks and stuff got a little too complicated for me sure um, I didn't have the most fun with it, but I dug the vibe it was going for. Okay, uh, You know, I'm just excited for a new thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, so I'm excited by, you know, what what they're doing. Again, like, I think sci-fi RPG, I don't think we've seen enough of those. Again, like, I can only think of off the top, I have, like, Mass Effect. Like, yeah, that fun. Awesome. Uh, But I am nervous about the developer, because though People Can Fly made a pretty competent non games as service game with outriders. I think they're they're great when it mm-hmm. comes to shooting, when it comes to you know, the action part of it. Like they make fun games, but in terms of writing, that's where I get very, very yeah. nervous yep. because Outriders story and lore and dialogue are all very um you know you got left there. to be desired. And when I think of, like, yeah. bad dialogue or, like, discovery, I always think of Outriders when I say, oh, look, there's a journal. When, when you find a new journal in the environment to read. Um, so that's where I'm a little nervous. Hopefully we could get to see how PlayStation, you know, xdev dev kind of works with this team and maybe offers up some different type of direction in terms of writing. That would be really cool because everything else I'm on board with. I think they're competent. But when it comes to story, I'm a little nervous. Yes, Kyle from the trophy room?
1: as as the gears of war fan here yeah how is judgment because they did judgment let's not talk about it
0: let's not talk about it okay oh okay please
1: okay i'm sorry i brought it up i'm sorry Uh, there are there's a segment of the audience i'll go back to the blackboard
0: yeah (laughs) i think it goes back to um yeah (laughs) don't i will not tell a lie and i will not bring up gears of war judgment i think there's a segment of the gears of war community that appreciates the game uh, but it still goes down to story and writing for them. It is not they don't have a good track record there, so that's where I, I I get nervous with them. But everything else, all right. I though I'm you know skeptical of of not skeptical. I'm hesitant about the game due to its you know developer. I'm not casting it aside one bit. I'm excited. Uh, I'd like to see more of this game for sure that's a and that's yeah.
1: if it in fact is people can fly uh,
0: yeah it could be someone else i know there could be a british studio that's working on it i know there's a few studios in uh in great britain that are partnering with sony one of them on a dark rpg so um we'll see we'll see it could it, it yeah you're right it could be someone very much else but who knows only time will tell maybe at a playstation state of play
1: Oh, what's one of those? What's that?
0: Well, you see, Kyle, in the long, long ago, PlayStation she used to talk to us a whole lot. <laughs> Kyle, it is time for Flash News. Gotta go. Gotta run fast. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It's coming right after me. It's a clicker. It's going. All right. The Last of Us has a free two-hour trial on PlayStation Premium. Just a coincidence the show comes out and you're telling me, I know you're going to get a trial with this bad boy, Kyle, who would have thought, you know, why, why make the last of us remake? Why make the last of us remake Kyle? You know,
1: who would have thought that after the first episode, they would put the two hours of of the game available for everyone to play Crazy of what we just watched in the episode. It's crazy. It's
0: it's maybe it's like what we've been saying for, you know, the past few months now, it's like, Maybe not every game PlayStation makes has to be for you. Maybe it's speaking to an audience that can exist and and can be part of this ecosystem. Maybe it's that. Maybe that's why this remake exists. And gosh dang, it's a pretty one. So, all right. Returnal comes to PC on February 15th. uh, And it's going to have some cool PC knickknacks. Ready for these letters that I'll try to understand? All right. I'm ready. Screen Optimization. DLSS. N-I-S AMD FSR. Thank you, Wario64, by the way. This is this is all you, not me. Uh, Ray Trace Shadows and Reflections. Dual Sense capability. Oh boy. Get a dual sense. Even if you're playing this on PC. What it come on. Come on. Uh, Dolby Atmos support and ultra wide support. Ooh, wee sounds good. Go double dip on Returnal. I know I will. Gotham Knights is up for free if you're a, a new PS Plus premium trial member. So you get another what hour with Gotham Knights. If you're, you know, lukewarm on it, you don't have to spend, you know, 70 bucks. You could go try it out. Isn't that something? Isn't that neat? Mm-hmm. PlayStation 5 version 7.00 to include discord and cloud streaming for PlayStation 5 games. This comes from insider gaming, Tom Henderson. Uh, and this is a, uh, this is pretty interesting. So I'll read a few paragraphs. The update currently scheduled for March 8th uh, revealed by myself in August, 2022. Okay, Tom, relax. Uh will include the full discord integration that was revealed in 2021. Uh, in addition to Discord integration sources have revealed that the PlayStation 5 games will also be streamable on PlayStation 5 via the cloud streaming to save that all-important uh, drive space it was said that this feature will include the PlayStation plus premium or will it be included in the PlayStation plus premium tier the feature under the code name, Cronus, has been in development and testing for a number of months, sources have revealed. Insider Gaming also understands that there's a public beta for the PlayStation 5 7.00 update and will start in the coming days, with completion end date on January 30th. However, sources said that the beta testers will not be able to use the Discord integration functionality during this beta, so expect this imminently but kyle we are not now forced no longer to use the god awful playstation party chat we can now be civilized folks in a civilized society using discord how does that make you feel
1: as someone who hasn't used it in the first place or rarely okay cool uh what what i am excited about is just like what this means for our community on discord yes and and what we can do with that channel on ps5 yeah like can we just have a a room where people can just hang out in the discord and talk to people who are gaming or can we like put in like uh you know trophy screenshots or cool screenshots Mm -hmm. and share it with each other through the discord integration i think that all be cool but like maybe i'm just two pie in the sky with those things. Uh, sure. I'm very eager to see just how in depth it is though.
0: Yeah. I can't wait to see how in depth it is. Even if it's just like, Hey, I'm I'm popping into a voice channel. That's enough for me to say, you know what? Maybe now instead of, you know, when I'm playing, I can just pop into a discord without having to be linked up to my PC. And we could all just chat and have fun with each other there. I think that'd be a really great way to communicate with y'all because um, a lot of the time I like to just veg out and just play some games. And I think by giving this opportunity, I, I think you could help us, you know, come together as a community. I like this. This, this excites me. Yeah. Um, but also streaming functionality of PlayStation 5 games.
1: Mm.
0: You know, talk about that PlayStation X or Microsoft partnership a way while back, you know, before the before the dark times of the ABK deal. They seemed pretty chummy. Maybe this is what uh that's that's coming to. That's really exciting. I would love to play PlayStation 5 games. Oh, excuse me. Oh my god, I'm gross. Uh on uh on you know, on my backbone. So yeah, this excites me. A whole tremendous lot. Kyle is nodding and agreeing, but <laughs> there's a storm overhead and he can barely understand me right now. So, Kyle. Oh, is that
1: why we're all glitchy out uh, in the
0: video? <laughs> That's why I sound like a robot to you. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> now, here's an excellent story, Kyle. Are you ready for this? Have you seen this? Ooh, Have you heard about this? I'm
1: ready.
0: Yeah. Ultimate Sackboy is a runner game for iOS and Android devices that launches on the 21st of February,
1: 2023.
0: Ooh. Yay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not leastly, the PlayStation Five detachable disc drive, drive may not be compatible with the current digital edition. This is a rumor coming from F. Sorry, WCCF Tech from Francisco DiMeo. What up? My man, they write, a PlayStation 5 hard drive revision is rumored to be in the works alongside a detachable disk drive. Unfortunately, it seems like the disk drive will not work with the current digital edition due to unspecific reasons. Speaking on Twitter, the ever-reliable Tom Henderson, who revealed the new console revision and detachable disk drive version a few months ago, provided an update on the matter, saying that the new revision won't feature any major hardware change from the original console, so it won't be like a pro model. Additionally, the disk, uh, detachable disk drive will not likely be compatible with the current digital edition of the console. Kyle, your thoughts, your your opinions, your take.
1: Oh, you, you've you heard my thoughts on this. Uh... Uh, frankly stupid detachable disc oh Where, if you wanted the ability to play discs you should have gotten the disc edition don't I'm talk sorry. to me like a parent if you had i'm going to talk to you like a parent cuz <sighs> this is outrageous that they're wasting money on this kind of thing oh. you have two versions you have two versions of the PS5 yeah. a disc version and digital why are you trying to make the non-disc version a disc version now?
0: You're really for the,
1: same, for the same price as the disc version. And and I'm gonna say it here. I said it then. This better mean that collections editions come with a freaking disc now. No. There's no excuses. There's Absolutely no excuse to no put excuses. those
0: discs in there.
1: You're out of control. Why am I out of control? Why is there no reason to put a disc in there? Because it's stupid. Oh my god! You're buying a physical thing because you like physical things. It should come with the physical disc. It has the code for the game. Oh, it's not the same.
0: Well, nothing ever pleases you people anymore.
1: You know? What are you talking? Uh, excuse me.
0: You physical media buying folks just don't understand. Okay. I think you don't understand. I think I understand Sir? perfectly well. Mm-mm. We live in the age of 2023. 20, if you can't Nope. If you can't get better internet, that's on you. That ain't on Mr. PlayStation, okay? That's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> it's so much more than internet. What do you oh, mean? Oh, we should have a, a full-on offshoot episode Oh, we will. About it for an hour <laughs> and a half.
0: A new a new show called With Respect. <laughs> With respect, I think With you're an idiot. With respect, Joe, <laughs> your position sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and you suck, yeah. Uh, no, I, listen, I think this digital version makes sense. They want to just make it one skew, right? You know, the, the the separate disk drive, make it an option. Because we're getting to the point now where digital is just, it's it's the way to be at this point, right? Like, it is the overwhelming majority of sales, And so when I take a look at, you know, the, you know, what PlayStation's trying to do and they are still trying to give you both of what, what people want, right. The choice of physical or digital and just making it one skew so that they don't have to, you know, do weird math when trying to make consoles. So I don't think it's dumb that this edition exists. I think it's dumb that this drive wouldn't be working or able to work with a digital oh. uh, current digital. Console. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's without being said. I think that's incredibly stupid.
0: Yes. Yeah. Incredibly yeah.
1: dumb. But uh, I, I, I do think you, you talked in a circle a little bit there. Why? why? What do you mean? You contradicted yourself a little bit. How did I contradict uh, myself? Is, digital is the way to go. Right. It's the future. It's here. You know, let's you, include this disc drive for physical media,
0: if you want it. They're giving you choice. What's wrong with choice, Kyle? What's
1: wrong? There's with nothing saying, wrong with choice, but they gave you the choice at right. the start.
0: Okay, but like, what if you have? Let's just okay scenario mm-hmm. here.
1: Go ahead. I'm ready. I'm you ready. bought a
0: digital console. You're loving it because yeah. it looks way better than the disc version, right? No okay. one's even arguing that it's less space. It's great, but then you have to move out somewhere that sucks. Like, somewhere that's god-awful. Where do you live, Kyle?
1: I live on Eastern Long Island.
0: There you go. You gotta move to Eastern Long Island, which is
1: Coming sucks. from a Jerseyan. Real nice. Whoa. Okay, go ahead. Hey, I've been watching a lot of
0: Sopranos. How dare you, sir, talk about North Jersey? It's the best.
1: This I am... is such a stark contrast if people just started listening to us at the award show when yeah. we spent, I don't know... A few minutes saying, I love you, I love you, I love you. And now we're like <laughs> at
0: each other's yeah. throats a
1: little bit. You know what? Yeah, Just say great.
0: three, two, one, I love you. And then with respect. Ready? Three. Okay. Oh, wait. This could be hard because you we're not synced. Uh, well. I'm ready. I'm Whatever. ready. Three, two, one. I love you. I love you. But with, with respect, respect. With respect. This is done. Oh, <laughs> no. Nah, I think it's perfectly fine. Listen, Kyle, right. we're, we're going to introduce a quick segment, okay? A yeah. new segment called quick play where we each have 1 minute to talk about what we've been playing all right and while you go on your minute spiel i got to i got to yell at, at someone downstairs cuz they're making all ruckus Ooh. so take it away sir. okay
1: i'm ready minute starts now oh, there we go so uh friends i uh you know with a little bit more time on my hands i decided to really hop into some games uh been playing a little bit more marvel um uh, not Marvel Legends, oh my god, Midnight Suns, <laughs> and having a great time with that. I'm really, really digging it. I think uh, the gameplay is is king there. It just got to the difficulty spike that I was waiting uh, from a former XCOM fan. Uh, not former, but as an XCOM fan and playing those former games, I was expecting that difficulty spike. Um, so I need to get back to it and get better at that game. Uh, but the main game I've been playing a ton of time with is Undermine. It's an indie Ooh. that I talked about a few years ago. Yeah, um, It's it's a roguelite, in a sense, where you're just digging deep and, and trying to clear dungeons. And the upgrading is fantastic. And it's fun. The gameplay loop has a thing like one more run. Um, I also saw Bullet Train yesterday. And it's really, really cool. And everyone should watch that movie.
0: It's on ah. Netflix. It's great. Yeah. But the one chick has a weird nose, and it freaked me out the whole, the whole way through. How dare you? All right, I got one minute to talk about a thing. And go. Go. I've been playing cyberpunk. Uh, I, I finally got my save working. Shout out to CD Projekt Red. You, you're the real ones out there. Congratulations. I love you so much. It's fantastic. I got the platinum and everything. Johnny Silverhand hey. is going to go down as one of the best written characters in a video game for a very long time. He is fantastic, and I, I, I love it dearly. I can't wait for Phantom Liberty. Now, Kyle, if I could have some extended time to rant. Okay. All right?
1: I love how on the first time we do this, you, you're you asking for extended time.
0: Because the audience deserves to know this. We've had trouble with PlayStation Direct.
1: Oh, okay. I'll allow it. I'll I will allow it. it.
0: I talked to them, and they gave me the same the same spiel. Of we can't help you, this is beyond our troubleshooting capability. And I said, so you're telling someone this is what I said. I almost went full Karen. Audience, you you got to you, you get to be the deciding factor of how Karen and I went from scale to I'm gonna call your manager to I want I want to see your supervisor.
1: Length of Bob, where were you? Shoulder length, ear <laughs> exactly. length, where were you? Where was
0: it? Shades were on or off? How wide were shades? <laughs> um. I go, so you're telling someone uh, who wants to buy the PlayStation VR 2, who wants to buy the DualSense Edge that is currently an exclusive through only your store that I am out of luck, question mark, because I want to buy more things from you, but you're forcing me somewhere else. And for these exclusive uh, deals, I can't get them unless I go through a shady third party. Is that what you're sounds telling familiar? Me? And then they go, we're going to send you an email um, to our supervisors that could handle this. So, Kyle, was that sufficient, you think? No. It wasn't. I was so upset. PlayStation, please fix it. But I didn't go Karen, right? I didn't, I I could have went full-blown Karen and go, you know, I have a podcast. You know, you know dozens of people listen to this. How dare you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. How dare you say? But I didn't. But I, I did say, I did end it with Is there, is, is there anything that I can like r- review this conversation we had?
1: Oh, yeah. I'd like to, mm-hmm. I'd like
0: to do that because it was unresolved. And they also said, No.
1: Wild. Wild. Wild.
0: The PlayStation Wild. customer service, let's just give it a shout out to them. Absolutely awful. Absolutely dreadful.
1: Is, I can't believe it, uh, you know. Six, seven months later, you got the same answer I got. Where, uh, they they disappear for a few minutes. They look into it ten minutes, and then they come back. Who's like, yeah, you know what? Uh, sorry, we can't help you. Go to another retailer for your to buy your thing. Oh, th- how does that help? How does that help? It doesn't help at all.
0: This I is could, your thing. I can only buy it through it's your thing.
1: So dumb. And so
0: it dumb. seems like you need as many of these things to sell as possible. Let me buy the thing.
1: Yeah, wow, wild.
0: Wild. All right, that's been our quick play segment. That's been quick play. Bam. Now, Kyle, are you holding on to something?
1: Yes. Okay, what are you holding on to? That was a long, sudden I got a little, uh, uh, what is this, 10-sided die?
0: Ooh-wee. Roll for initiative, Mm. Kyle. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest steals and deals. Ooh-wee. Coming to the PlayStation storefront. The newest update to the PlayStation premium and extra tiers just landed. Back for Blood on PS4 and PS5, uh sorry, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition on PlayStation 5, Dragon Ball Fighter Z on PlayStation 4, Erica on PlayStation 4, Jet the Far Shore on PS4 and PS5, Just Cause on PS4, Just Cause 4 unloaded for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, Life is Strange Before the Storm, you know I'm going to be playing that. Life is Strange on PS4, added in January 17th. Hopefully, they fix the bugs of that game. Um, Omno on PS4. It's an easy plat. And and Filter 2 and 3 on PlayStation Classic. And they have a trophy list. And guess what? The trophy lists are ridiculously easy. All you got to do is play the game and you get the platinum. Sweet. Now, for the PlayStation 4 and 5 games. More classics, please. Please? Come on. Come on. Some people want to play too much. Dino Game. Crisis. Exactly. You guys leaked it out in October. <sighs> you guys did it. <laughs> January 17th, we get Ludo XXL on PlayStation 5. Miss Cat Between Worlds on PS5, PS4. Huh. Shadow Gangs on PS5. The Legend of Tiny Ding on PS5, PS4. Oh, uh,
1: that game's
0: out? January 18th. Grays Counter GM on PS5 PS4, Wings of Blue Star on PS4, January 19th, A Space for the Unbound on PS5 PS4, Persona 3 Portable on PS4, Persona 4 Golden on PS4, on the 20th, Monster Hunter Rise on PS5 PS4 and The House of the Dead remake on PS5. Kyle, I know I, there's a game I that I thank you, Joe. Yeah
1: i beg you look Please. up the legend of, of uh shanding i think uh, that's
0: shanding okay i totally butchered. i think that. so let me take a look let me take a game
1: and look at this art style and when i tell you that i've been waiting for to play this game for a long time i realized it's been on pc before
0: mm-hmm.
1: um it is gorgeous and it's like oh, wow. a beat-em-up
0: oh wow it's like
1: a side-scrolling beat-em-up it looks awesome
0: yeah, it looks like like the um, classic like '90s style esque like anime, and I yeah. can't I can't really- name any off the top of my 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 head. But there's <laughs> one in particular that's dancing on my tongue. It's like the guy with the funny yeah. hair. I know that didn't narrow it down, but yeah,
1: JoJo no
0: no, it, I forget. It, it, it's every everybody's like I don't know. I saw it on like Toonami. Route, Remember though. Toonami?
1: No, it can't be. Oh, Johnny right Bravo?
0: No, no Toonami. Remember? I think was like his name was Bob He show you all no, the anime no He show you Dragon Ball Z Same I, voice as neon remember. white huh? I don't remember all right, We're going to look this up Toonami No yes, it's uh, Tom am... Tom from Toonami Remember Tom from Toonami no,
1: okay. I do not no.
0: And I think I think the show that I'm thinking of Came out right before Sailor Moon the, the, the show I'm thinking of So any 90s babies out there A. How's your knees They hurt like mine <laughs> Secondly I just mean. like
1: to think somebody yelling at me in their car right now because you were mentioning anime and I said Johnny Bravo. Yep. <laughs> People are probably so mad at me for that. That's fine. Mm-mm. Uh mm. but uh, if you're listening to this on the day, January 19th, when this episode goes live, please, please, please. I realize there are two really good persona games that are, are coming to PlayStation. Please. I get it. Yeah. Please check out A Space for the Unbound. It's one of my most anticipated games. Oh really uh, for a long time long time now um it is the follow up to a uh, uh, indie gem that uh i discovered called um when the past was around mm-hmm. a game with zero dialogue but it's a it's a very emotional story about relationships mm-hmm. um and this is a uh, full warning this is going to be a sad game
0: no um, come
1: on it's one of those sad games <sighs> and uh, I'd i'm be happy. very excited for it it's gorgeous it's i believe Taiwanese developer? Oh, okay. I'm trying to... trying to remember. Oh my god, why can't I type now?
0: <laughs> I'm also I'm also really interested in Mo- Monster Hunter Rise. Um, It is coming to oh, Xbox yeah. Game Pass. I know that's a curse word to some people out there. So I might try it out then, but if y'all... How come you don't bleep it? You're right. <laughs> it's coming to Xbox Pass. F- um... <laughs> Indonesian team by the Indonesian way. Indonesian team. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um I want to know, guys, will it have crossplay? Will it have crossplay or no? Let me let me know. If it has crossplay, I'll get it on PlayStation. If not, I'll try it out on Xbox. That's how I'm going to roll. Cuz I really did Does like Monster Hunter, Hunter World.
1: Rise,
0: and per- apparently rises the most um accessible uh Monster Hunter game, so that excites me.
1: Alright. Monster Hunter Rise does not offer cross-play or cross-progression.
0: That's depressing. Come on, PlayStation. Stop charging for it, alright? Come on. Relax. Alright, Kyle. It's time for our favorite segment of the night. It's time for the Sony Pony Express.
1: yee
0: The fact that we're chopping in and out for each other and we're still able to get pretty damn on on point... Feels wow. good. We're re- like here's the thing Kyle between you and me we're really good at this.
1: <laughs> we're re- like Thank you. I appreciate that. I think I, so too.
0: Again, Kyle's wigging out right now like and he can only hear me through like choppy bits and he's navigating this episode like a master. <laughs> it's nuts. Are you reading my lips? That's how you're getting it?
1: I mean, spoiler alert, uh I don't know if I ever told you this was it on the show. Mm. I was uh, I'm gonna say this in quotes. Quotes. Technically deaf until like I was three, three and a half. Oh my god! Uh, I had so much um, fluid on the inside of my eardrums. Yeah, that I couldn't really hear. So I focus on people's mouths and and lip read. Oh, and still did that growing up. So I do that constantly. I'm always looking at people's mouths. And- wow,
0: that's yes. that's. That's fascinating. You're like daredevil, but for podcasters, not nearly. <laughs> he got toxic. You know, He gotta. You became supersonic. I love it. Uh, yeah. Don't meet Kyle in the hallway. He
1: will f you up. <laughs> Listen, nobody puts Kyle in the hallway.
0: That's right. And lives to tell the tale. M9 Prime writes in. All right. Just like you can too. You head on over to our discord server. You head on over to at PS on Twitter. You ask us some questions. They write. Is there anything you wish that Sony would bring back to the PlayStation five when it comes to hardware? Personally, I would love the back button attachment for the dual sense. I find more and more games that could use this. And so I keep my thumbs on the thumbsticks and do not have to lose the ability to aim with the face buttons. Uh yeah man, I miss the I miss the back buttons. That back button attachment, y'all. Like I know like how maybe funky's like, oh, the eye toy attachment, whatever. Those back buttons <laughs> were just so Oh, so good. And yes, I'm gonna go buy an overpriced uh you know DualSense Edge, which shout out to Luke lore from the Xbox expansion pass the best Xbox podcast out there. That's right. Sean. Did you hear that? Not the Xbox drive. Who's currently flubbing it up and making all sorts of mistakes in our fantasy league, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Luke literally, he, he bought the controller for me and is shipping it out to me. Aww, that's, that's... that's the, at length I have to go to buy something from PlayStation direct PlayStation. Look at me. I want to buy your stuff. Why do you gotta make it so hard, Kyle? What's a what's a what's a piece of hardware? Not the Vita. I'm not giving you that easy one out. That you want to make a, a comeback.
1: Um, I'm I'm honestly having trouble coming up with one that isn't just special editions of the controllers. Oh, okay. Right, like we just got a God of War Ragnarok one, which is great. I love it. Yeah. But like I miss the days of more of those like uh don't remember if it was a Dual Shock 4 or a Dual 3 I remember I can't remember which one but for MLB the Show they made a baseball themed one mm. or had the stitches on it and just like unique kind of iterations on that I I would love more of yeah um or just like give us our version of design lab to customize our dual senses
0: yeah come on what do you have to lose you know what's one i would love kyle <laughs>
1: which <one? laughs> Oh no
0: oh boy this is the part of the show where i choose violence let's bring back wonder book the book of spells the playstation <laughs> move bundle All right.
1: Okay. We have Uh the
0: book on Uh the floor, and we're we're you know we're turning it all sorts of ways, uh, so that this could be a character, a true character test for people if they want to buy this game and support that evil J.K. Rowling, because nobody thinks this, nobody thought this was gonna be good, right? But now that people are seeing the Hogwarts Legacy, they're like, oh, it looks fantastic. We got moral quandaries, moral dilemmas. You know, it's fun but in seriousness use the wonder book Kyle hates me right now he doesn't even he's not even reading my lips he just he's looking at me with ire
1: it's not I don't hate you I just I'm, it's whatever
0: <laughs> Kyle's tired Kai Kai Tai Tai but use the book and make a puppeteer game come on Ooh. make it so you got little Ooh, yeah, like yeah. you got mm-hmm. little moving stuff mm-hmm. AR tech man it's there let's do it let's get weird yeah yeah, yeah. a sack boy would work great in that world as well Wonder book, but that's problematic. All right, Kyle. The next question here comes from, and I'm going to skip around. I'm going to catch you on your toes. Oh,
1: no, sure. let's go. Let's go.
0: <sighs> Who writes in, where do you guys see the left behind storyline in the Last of Us TV series? Similar to the game. So when it's wintertime or earlier on in the TV series, so that they can show a more backstory for Ellie. This kind of leaves to little predictions for like next week's episode, but I think it's next week's and episode. And
1: I, I think, also think it's next week's episode. Yeah. It just makes sense from a TV episodic format where I I don't want to spoil the show, even though it's based on the game, but people haven't seen it yet. Sure. It's fine, but.
0: Welcome. This there, is PlayStation.
1: Yeah. There, there's a. There's a thing about Ellie that they talk about in episode one that would make sense to the origins of how that happened, immediately afterwards.
0: Yeah, so it's like. How so did- I,
1: I do think I do think left behind stuff is next episode, but we'll probably get more throughout the whole season.
0: Yes, and I and I think that's. Yeah, I think it'll be flashbacks and pieces within certain story beats of where we see Ellie get infected. Next week's episode is only 50 minutes. I love this because we're going to be totally wrong by the time someone listens to this. So Uh yeah, they have to do a couple of things really fast to get to episode three, if we all know what that story beat is. So I don't know if they could fit the whole thing there, but I think they could fit a good chunk of it. So. That's why I think I think you're going to see a lot of it next episode,
1: for sure. I do think though that they have, there won't be as much jumping around in this episode because I feel like they did that in episode one, so we can figure out who all the players are. Sure, but now I think we're following that that trio. Yeah, I don't think we need to like you know cut to Marlene or anything. Maybe we do. I mean, that'd be cool. Maybe we do. All right.
0: Yuna writes in, hey, guys, hope you're both doing the best you can be doing. Thank you, back right at you. Uh, mm-hmm. I have now finished Koro no sake. I did I nail it, Kyle? I think I no. did. No. <laughs>
1: Damn it. Kuro no Kiseki.
0: You know what? You want to read this? Because I'm going to butcher all these names.
1: <laughs> sure. With respect, I'm finished. pushing this
0: over to Kyle. <laughs>
1: I have now finished Kuro no Kaseki, and now it's time for my Trails Break till Trails to Azure. I then do Kuro 2, Aaron Way will return in April 2024. Mm. <laughs> that sounds like uh, uh, the end of an MCU credit. Right? <laughs> Aaron Way will return. Will return. Uh, with finishing Kuro no Kaseki, it leads me to my question. What are your favorite memories for staying up late to finish a game? With finishing up Kuro, I stayed up until 1 a.m. last night to finish it. And even though it was not the most practical thing, had to wake up at 5.30 a.m. to do, I still had fun doing it. So I throw the ball to you guys. What memories do you have staying up to finish a game?
0: I wouldn't say so. I don't do it anymore, like staying up late to finish a game. But I, 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 I think the most fun I had, or the last time I had a lot of fun staying up till God knows when, was actually playing Overwatch. There was oh, one yes. time, y'all, I played Overwatch until at least 5.30 or 6.30 in the morning. And I looked at the clock at one point going, well, I'm already here. Uh, it's too late for me to go to sleep. I'm going to cut my losses and keep playing as Reaper. So that yeah. was, I think, the last true time. And I think the most fun, honestly, I had with the game just me in the game for nice. hours just getting lost in it yeah
1: yeah um you brought it up with the uh the two questions ago sure uh i was up in my room on my vita uh, at, at nighttime and um it was i was just getting into danganronpa the first game okay on vita and uh next thing i knew it was five thirty a.m and i had to wake up at six to go sub Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the school and i was like oh boy this is bad where'd yeah. the time go i had no idea because i was so engrossed in that story and the and that game uh that's the that's the first one that comes to my mind but like again with multiplayer stuff i remember setting up for rocket league a oh ton yeah when that game first oh came yeah i lose so many hours to that
0: yeah i think Elden ring's another one uh i play that in between lunch breaks that's how much i loved it um mm-hmm. but yeah I, I truly think Overwatch is like the best memory I've had with it uh, sure. Cloudside writes in hi guys amazing game of the year show it was my favorite game of the year show made this yeah. year Uh, Talking about the Goatee, a hidden gem last uh, released in December that deserves to have uh, been a contender for Game of the Year, but not a single show mentioned it. And that's probably due for it coming out late in the year. That is Chained Echoes was released on everything to high review scores. It averages right now 92 for PC. It's a uh, excellent 2D a pixel based turn based RPG that is compared to Chrono Trigger and etc. It was made mostly by one single dev, Massis Linda. I've played a few hours of it so far. It's beautiful and is said to be a master class. In cast and world building. Maybe we would consider it for this year's up and coming for best RPG once everyone's had their chance to experience it. Yeah, this one came out I think literally like around Christmas. So it's just there was just no way. It's also no way to give a fair game of the year, you know, nod to um to something that's coming out so late and yeah, such a tight yeah. deadline. Uh thank you for enjoying the, the show because that was a beast of an episode to edit Uh shout out to Kyle who gave me all the points of where I needed to edit as well that saved me literally hours so yeah. thank you thank you thank this
1: you this game you. looks gorgeous by the way yeah it does I had no idea about chain that class until yeah. this point
0: maybe we check it out Who does well,
1: maybe maybe
0: but yeah uh thank well, you for all specs. that Jeez. Yeah, we, we have so many plans for already next year's Game of the Year show. Um, and the show itself, Kyle, I, you know, we broke over 5,000 views, which we broke yeah. 6,000 last year, but that was in the span of a month. So just to see that we did that in a, in less than a week is telling. And the retention rate for podcasts is typically at 40 to 50 percent for podcasts. We're right now at sixty five percent for that episode. That's a four yeah. hour podcast. We're typically that's at awesome. yeah, we're typically at eighty uh, percent, and that's for way less of the time. So to see y'all really tune in for this has been a huge success. And I don't share stats often, but uh, that that's something that's worth bragging about. So thank that's very y'all cool. very much. That said, Spider C eleven. Hey guys, how's everything feeling? First, I'd like to say thanks for your kind words and recommendations two shows ago. The Pedialyte was a lifesaver. Your game of the year show was chef's kiss. Uh, Hopefully one day. We can get a live show, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, here are my questions slash opinions for this week. Applause to anyone that worked on the HBO Last of Us show. What a jump off. Can't wait for the rest. Is there one thing from the game that either of you can think should get changed in the show? What would that be and why? Uh, kind of chance for Neil to course correct, perhaps. Is there anything from The Last of Us prior the last of a show. I I feel like they already did it with a character that we'll see in episode three. Um, again, we can't. Oh
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 also just in episode one, he has answered so many questions. Yes, and gave us reasons for why things happened in the first game. Yeah, already, like simple things as to like where was Joel? Yep, at the beginning of the game. Um. So, like, those little things do wonders in filling in the gaps in the game. And just more of that, please. Because I can't think of, like, obviously we're not going to get a segment, a full five, ten minute segment in the show of of Joel moving a plank of wood and putting it down. Or yeah. like moving a dumpster over so Ellie can get up we high. Got we got a ladder. We got the ladder. Yeah, We, we did get mm, the ladder. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. I, yeah I, I, I'm okay with it. I, I
0: want to see what they do with Philadelphia. um, And that's all I'll say on the matter. Cause there's.
1: A, oh, Pittsburgh.
0: A Pittsburgh. Sorry. I said I Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. um, Yeah. yeah I want to see what they do there because there's a character that's going to be introduced. That wasn't in the original game that I think is the ultimate course correction because we just had this weird villainous ATV through that level, which I hope they do ah. more with here. That makes any sense like there's a there's yeah, more yeah, yeah, yeah. of a reason why they're they're going after you know joel and ellie that's what i would like
1: for sure oh remind me after the show oh. to talk to you about something i noticed uh after the episode oh okay. about a future spoiler i don't want to say it here to ruin anything. fair enough for, fair for enough
0: everybody. todd Oxer writes and this is the last question of the show so todd let's let's hope it's good all right you have lots riding on this with Starfield coming in 2023, most likely. <laughs> right? <laughs> For Xbox, do you anticipate sorry, that was a that was a, a scoff. That was that was me playing in, in jest. Yeah. You know. No, I'm not sorry. Do you anticipate PlayStation to have any counter Western RPG category? Or will they step away from that and focus solely on JRPGs? Um good question.
1: That's a good question.
0: I think, like, a game like Horizon serves as, like, this is a Western RPG, but I think what you're uh, alluding to is, like, the first-person Western RPG. Um, Because, yeah, Bethesda, with that gone, you know, Elder Scrolls and Fallout and now Starfield. These are going to be big games. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds, yeah. Like, these are big games or will be big games. Xbox is banking on Starfield, so you know they're going to pour a whole bunch of money into it. You know, you know, Xbox doesn't have a lot of moment games, uh, to quote our good friend, uh, Ainsley Bowden over at Season Gaming, and I agree. They don't have games that everybody stops and goes, oh my God, this is out, and this is all we're going to talk about for a few weeks. Starfield has has the chance to be that game. So I think they're good with what they have so far, you know, something like a uh, Final Fantasy, uh, sixteen is going to be huge for PlayStation. But I do think when we look at games in X Dev right now, we're going to see more Western RPGs. Uh, I I would I would I would say what I'd like to see them invest in is more Western RPGs because that's something taken from their portfolio that I feel like they now need. Kyle, yeah, your I
1: couldn't I I couldn't agree more. I think. I think they have a plan in place. I think as far as RPGs go mm-hmm. from traditional RPGs, I think between Xbox and PlayStation, I'm going to take Nintendo out of it because they do a really good job on the RPG front. Yeah. Um, I think PlayStation trounces trounces Xbox in that category. I can't think of many traditional RPGs that Xbox has going for them. Sure. Um, just, just in the, in the history of Xbox. Um, Playstation's always been pretty good at having those experiences on their ecosystem. And I think we've seen it with like that twenty twenty three hype up video. They are really leaning into these partnerships with other studios to fill in those gaps. So yeah. I, I think that is where we'll get those Western RPGs until it is time for a another PlayStation Studios dev to want to make something in that vein like gorilla with horizon
0: yeah absolutely absolutely so kyle and great question todd you done
1: did it yeah.
0: uh that's been the trophy room this week kyle that's it back to the that's old it. grindstone my man oh Weekly right. playstation news Ooh wee. and next month we got a ton of games to talk about i mean next next week we're gonna have for what it's worth for spoken and dead space to talk about You know, next week after that, it's just like we got, you know, Ishin Like a Dragon, like we got a lot of games coming out in the next few weeks and I'm I'm excited to get my hands on. So with that said, with all that out of the way, Kyle, is there anything you'd like to, you know, highlight before we get on out of here?
1: Sure. Uh, highlight myself, Mr. Casep on Twitter, uh, and pretty much everywhere. Um, if you want to follow the latest and greatest in all things indie games, I stole that from you, Joe. Uh, you hit up six one indie s i x o n e i n d i e on Twitter, YouTube, the dot com, the local phone. Book. I don't know. 6-1 <laughs> uh, <Marrowed laughs> IndieCast on, on, on podcast services. Um, and if you want to, uh, or stay tuned to our mini indie game showcase, which is our own E3-style presentation, where right now I think we have 18... 18- Nineteen Million. confirmed games oh, for the showcase uh, to show off to everybody, and uh, it's going to be really, really cool. So uh, look out for that. You can find me over
0: at Mister Badbit. You can find the show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Uh, you can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you find your podcast service of choice. You can find the show there. And please, 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 this is this is a big one for me. I would like in North America for us to get over the three hundred uh you know five star reviews in in the us of a so if you're in the us please rate us a five star review it really does help us out it gets us uh on the top charts on itunes it also gets us in just more eyes across our show because we pour a whole lot of love and dedication into it and that goes for anybody around the world if you're on apple podcasts um please give us a five star review it really does help you know there's a lot of people are like I can't. I would love to give you a dollar on Patreon, but I can't. Uh, this is a great way to support the show if you can't financially. That, it really does go a long way. And Spotify as well. Uh, rate us five stars on Spotify. It tremendously helps uh, get more ears in and on the show. So, with all that said, and with all that out of the way, Kyle and everybody, keep hunting. Sorry, keep your wits about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys.
1: Bye. Love you.